Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Steelers Today, our first post-Tomlin press conference episode after a regular season game. This is Dale Lawley. I'm Eddie Provident. You're watching DK Pittsburgh Sports. So we got a win to talk about, Dale. And I want to put, before we get into this win, I, I got a little bone to pick with our fearless leader, DK. Okay. On Twitter on Sunday, he posts that he texted Ramon Foster that Ramon Foster was the only one who picked the Steelers to win this game in Buffalo. I would like to point out that there is a newly minted employee that also picked the Steelers to win this game in Buffalo. I wouldn't be crowing about that because that just means that, look, Ramon picks the Steelers everywhere, <laughs> regardless of the opponent. Um, you know, so, uh, look, they were a six-and-a-half-point underdog in this game. Uh, they, had, they were the, the only they, – they were the team – that beat the biggest spread this week. The only right. the, there were a lot of underdogs that, that covered this week. I think the underdogs were nine and seven against the spread, uh, but the Steelers beat the biggest spread this week. You know, I, anybody who said that they saw this coming is full of it, um, and the, especially the way that they that they did it. Um, that's a good Buffalo team that yeah. the Steelers beat. And I've said all along that the Steelers are a good football team. I picked them to make the playoffs for God's sakes. The people who think that that that. Somehow I hate the team or something. <laughs> Look, I've been doing this for 28 years. I'm not a fan. This is my job. This is what I do for a living. Uh, I'm going to give you my honest opinion and analysis on this. Dale, I'd also like to point out that I backed into that because I said it was going to be a high-scoring <laughs> affair. I said it was going to be an all-offensive thing. And look, the I defense. Said, I, I thought it was going to be defensive. Yeah. And you yeah. were right on that. The defense yeah. showed up and showed out, man. I mean, if you looked at last year's game, it was 26-15. And, this, and the Bills got a, a defensive touchdown. Mm -hmm. So there were 35 offensive points scored in that game. Yeah. The Bills have a good defense. The Steelers have a great defense. And so, you know, you, you have to take that into account. It, yes, it's an offensive league, and it's much easier to play offense than it is defense in today's football. But great defenses travel. Mm -hmm. Great defenses, uh, you know, can shut down largely any offense. And we saw the Steelers kind of step outside what they normally do in that game and not blitz as much, play more coverage on the back end of it. And they could do that because their pass rush uh, was able to get after the Bills. And it started early. They drew three holding penalties on yeah. that. On that, I'm not going to call the opening drive where they had to kick the field goal after they, after they uh, got the long uh, uh, kick return, their opening drive. On Buffalo's opening possession, the Steelers drew four holding penalties, three, mm -hmm. or three holding penalties. Uh, two of them were uh, accepted. One was declined. And I really think that changed the way that the Bills played football the rest of the way because they realized they couldn't block the Steelers' front. Yeah. I, 
I was so impressed with that with that pass rush. And there were times, and, and we heard the guys talk about it after the game, where they only rushed four. They didn't. And sometimes three. Yeah, and yeah. and they were still able to get a lot of pressure on on uh, Josh Allen. What the other thing about the defense that I honestly and, and I again talk about I picked the Steelers, but I didn't pick them the right way. I said that the defensive backfield was going to be a liability. The defensive backfield looked really good, including rookie Trey Norwood. He actually played a pretty solid game. Yeah, they all did. And, and what they were able to do in this game, what Cam Sutton allows them to do is be very uh, specific with what they, what they want to do on each play. Um, you know, he, he, sometimes he can play. Mm -hmm. He's playing inside. Sometimes he's playing outside. His ability to do that also allowed them to, to use Mika Fitzpatrick in the yep. slot at times. Uh, it, it, you talked about Trey Norwood. Trey Norwood gives them the ability, okay, when they break the huddle and Norwood and Fitzpatrick are on the field together, is Norwood the slot or is he, is he the deep right. safety? Is Fitzpatrick in the slot or is he the deep safety? You don't know when you break the huddle. So realistically, when you break that huddle and you're, walking, you're the quarterback walking up to the line of scrimmage, you've got about 15 seconds to diagnose yep. what you're seeing out there. And I think that really hurt a young quarter. We forget Josh Allen, as good as he is, is still a very young yeah. quarterback. And that played in the Steelers' favor. And, and the other thing, that, that you talk about Cam Sutton, but that fourth and two read that he made on that. And, and, you know, Tomlin talked about it, you know, what they saw in film. And that, but, I mean, the football IQ to make a play like that and to just snuff that out was, was so impressive to me. I mean, that was just, just solid football all yeah. around. The crazy thing about watching that play again, uh, and I've, I've watched the game three or four times now, um, if Cam Sutton didn't make that play, Mar uh, Melvin Ingram was right there to yeah. at least string it out, and Cam and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was screaming up from the deep right. safety spot. They had, they snuffed that thing out. As I, I asked Mike Tomlin about it after the game, and that's when he said that, you know they had seen that on tape. Also asked Sutton about it, and he said, said the same thing. So they weren't making that right, up. Right. Um, you know they they had that diagnosed. They saw that play, and. I still can't believe the Bills just didn't have their six foot five, two hundred and forty pound quarterback just fall forward that far. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't have an answer for that one. I, I yeah, it was uh that was a perplexing call for sure. Uh, when we come back we'll talk a little bit about the offensive side of the ball. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. All right, welcome back to Steelers Today. This is Dale Lawley. I'm Eddie Provident. You're watching DK Pittsburgh Sports. Uh, Dale, we covered the defensive side of the ball because that really was the main story of the game on Sunday. Um, but in the second half, the offense kind of got to their game a little. They started clicking. They had 17 fourth quarter points. Uh, they, they actually, in the second half, they started to look pretty good. 
I don't know about pretty good because they had two failed trips inside the five. Okay, uh, they, I'll give they, you that. They, I mean, they drove the length of the field. They had more yards in the third quarter than they had in the entire first half. They had more yards in, the, in their first drive of the third quarter than they had in the entire yeah. first half. But you got to punch those in. You know, you drive to the six and you drive to the two, you better score at least one touchdown yeah, in those situations. I, Claypool hits that end around, and I, I thought for sure he gets in inside yeah. the five-yard line. I, I'm thinking for sure that's seven, and it's got to be seven, especially when you have a running back like Najee Harris. That you got that fullback. Too. It has to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know it's a low-scoring game. you got to try to take advantage of that. They were fortunate that their defense continued to hold up and stand up in mm -hmm. that situation. Yes, the offense scored on four consecutive possessions in the second half, which is great. And they actually got into a little bit of a rhythm. Yep. They found the running game. I think Harris had uh, eight, had 36 yards on eight, on nine carries mm -hmm. in the second half. Which okay, you'll take that. If he gets yeah. 18 for 72, that's, that's a, not that's so a solid bad. game, right? Yeah. Right. Um, they need to find that earlier. Uh, Mike Tomlin talked about it today. Uh, how he he liked the way that the offensive line competed. He liked the way that they. You know that they they were out there. Uh, they weren't. It wasn't too big for them. He said they just need to perform better. Right. Yeah, and my issue with the offensive line, <clears throat> I didn't see a lot from Chooks. Um, Everybody's killing Chooks. I don't get it. I, again, no. I've watched that game three times now, and he was no better or worse than the everybody else in okay. that line. All right. All I think right. I think everybody's being a little rough on Chooks at Corvore. Is he great? No. no. Did you watch Al Villanueva last night? <laughs> Did you watch that? that? That was bad. That must, you know, I've, that I've been was saying rough. that all along. That was that, rough. That taking Al Villanueva and moving him to right tackle was not going to yeah. be a, a good move. Corfor was okay. I'm not going to say he was good. I don't okay. think any of them were That's necessarily good. Right. But I don't think he was bad. I mean, I thought in pass protection, especially in the second half, they were all much better. Listen, everyone, in the comments section, when, when the expert says something, you listen. And that's, that's what I do here. People, when people, he says something, I listen. People make up their minds about things before the fact, or they make their minds up early about a player. And they never want to admit that they were wrong about it. It's the Dwayne Haskins things all over again. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I get it. Nobody wants to admit, admit that Mason Rudolph was okay in the preseason, was fine in the preseason. Nobody wants to admit that maybe Chooks for is, is, is okay. Is he, a, is he a star tackle? No, he's not. But he is certainly not the, he's not the weak link on that line. He's not the, the worst player. I don't even know who their worst or best player is at right. this point. I have a feeling Dawson might be their best player, yeah. but it's one game against a really good defensive front. That's what the Bills are built to do, rush the passer. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say Chooks Okorafor was great or he was bad, but he was certainly not the only bad guy on that line. No, Come on, that, people. That line was rough, uh, especially in the first half. The line was very rough. Uh, you had brought up last night's game uh, between the Ravens and the Raiders. Uh, just real quick flyover looking, you know, kind of Tuesday looking at the Las Vegas game. Uh, home opener, Any uh, anything you're looking for, anything that you're going to, you know, kind of expand upon this week uh, well, you, going I mean, into this game? You'd like to see that line perform better, especially at home. Um, as Mike Tomlin talked about today, uh, you know, th there was some expectation that the offense would struggle. Again, the Bills were a good defense. They brought everybody back, so there was a lot of continuity there. It was a very hostile crowd mm -hmm. in Buffalo, and you had a bunch of guys on that offense who were making not just their first uh, their first start for the Steelers, but their first start, period. Right. Uh, so there were going to be some bumps in the road there. So. Uh, I would expect it to be better in week two. We'll see the Raiders do have an improved pass rush, although they, they did lose uh, Yannick Ngakwe in that game last night. It looks like a hamstring. We'll see if he's able to get back on a short week. Um, the Raiders are, are a, a decent football team, as they showed last night. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they are great. 
but they are certainly an NFL opponent that you can't take lightly. Yeah, I have them squeaking into the playoffs as the seven seed. So we'll, we'll see I'm how that works out. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I um, didn't have the the Ravens making the playoffs. No, I didn't. I don't feel I don't, any different about that after uh, that they're, game. They're too banged up, man. They're too banged up. And you know, the last thing that I want to talk real quick. Uh, this is no like expert opinion or anything like that. I'm really looking forward to seeing a full crowd at Heinz Field for the first time in what a year and a half, two years almost now. Two it's, years. It's two really. years. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's, it should be uh, very interesting. I know they had crowds down there for the preseason, but that's but it not won't the be same. the same. Yeah, this is the, the home opener. Yeah. It's the Raiders. It's you know, this is it's going to be a fun time, man. And if you're going, enjoy yourself. Be safe. Uh, but fun. For Enjoy Dale, it. yeah, for Dale Lawley, I'm Eddie Provident. This is DK Pittsburgh Sports. Don't forget our sponsor, uh, BetQL. You can check all their information out in the description of this of this uh, video. Uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.